0: Hi guys, this is Josh Wells with Impact Your Business, Impact Your Life podcast, and I'm here with our new co-host, Miss Elizabeth Curry. On today's podcast, we're actually going to use the title of our name and discuss how to impact your business and impact your life.
1: Yeah, this is going to be so much fun to talk about today, Josh, right? Because... You and I just came back from a real high-powered uh, conference, and we talked a lot about life and business. This wasn't just jet business, right? Did you have that same impression?
0: Yeah, it was a lot more of that than I thought it was going to be. But no, it turned out well and kind of how they can all entwine with each other and how there's multiple things that can affect your business.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that really stood out to me was this whole circle of, of life kind of thing. And, you know, I think that you and I've talked about how important that counterbalance in life is, but I really took away from last week was if you're not starting with who you are and of like, what do you eat? How do you sleep? How much water we should be drinking, right? Um, the idea of watching our body just to make sure that we were, yeah, you're, you're way ahead of me today. You're gonna win today, right? Um, just the idea that that we have to take care of ourselves because it's kind of a weird notion. And I, and I mean that in the sense that, I mean, you and I grew up in, in different stripes of life. Um, I grew up in a Hispanic home where, man, I was watching my grandmother mopping after every dinner meal because you didn't leave the kitchen dirty, right? And like, to think about how you're not supposed to put yourself first is how I was raised. But now, in today's world, they're saying, Hey, if you don't put yourself first, your engine is not what you needed to be to go do the things that you need to go do. So I think about how do you impact your business if you're not impacting your life?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking when we see people talk, whether it's in masterminds or other CEOs and things like that, obviously there's a select few, but I started thinking, like, most of these people, they're not all like Navy SEALs necessarily, but they're all in good shape. You can tell that they take care of themselves. So there's got to be something to that, uh, that they need the energy, they need that mental sharpness, and got to take care of yourself to be able to do that, and that's probably why they succeed at a high level. So, yeah, I've started now, as I look around and stuff, and you see all these high-performing individuals, you're like, huh, most of them are in decent shape. Like I said, they don't have to go run a marathon tomorrow, but they're physically fit. You can tell they've got high energy, things like that. Um, So that was kind of eye-opening as well.
1: Yeah. So I was noticing I, so I had the same observation you did, right? I felt like I was in a room of really fit, beautiful people and, and no fun to those people. That was awesome. But it also made me realize that, like, to some extent, we're OK. I mean, you know, you and I, we're, we don't need a ton of junk food. We, you know, we do focus in on the water. Well, I say that we'll talk about your vegetable use another day. Right. Um, But but I was I was kind of thinking like we're doing all right. Mm-hmm. And that room just made me feel like, man, Elizabeth, you know, you can do better. You yeah. know that you're that all right. is just not going to be able to impact your business and impact your life at the level that you want it to. Right. So it feels like we need to up our game a little bit. Did you come back with that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the next day I made sure I had time to go to the gym. Even the day I got back, like one of the things that one of the speakers discussed was, you know, that kind of eating and not eat in three hours before you go to bed and stuff. Mm. And I've never done that because I normally just binge up until I go to bed. And so I tried that. And I've succeeded in that for the past two days. Um, But I have, I felt better. I don't feel so bloated when I wake up or go to sleep. I mean, it was just those little things. Um, And I think it's just being more cognizant of it because he shared a slide talking about how much heat therapy you should have, running, Mm. sprint training, all these things. And he's saying, don't do all of it, but you got to pick a few things that you can do, which will help. So rather than just go to the gym, just say you've done it, I'm now actually thinking a little bit more. Okay, I need to do this on this day, or I need to do this on this day. I need to make sure I'm drinking more water and stuff. And, you know, for last night, I had a bit of a headache because I haven't been having so much caffeine that I normally have, but it's hopefully I can keep that habit up because right now, obviously, you're energized to do it. Uh, but I do feel much better
1: from just doing that. Yeah. You know, and, and the idea that this could be a domino effect, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it's almost like I want to add impact to your health, impact your business, then impact <laughs> your life, right? Yep. Like, because it, it's not just a go out there. Because the other thing I think that we're finding out, and this is such a healthy way of thinking about it, you know, I don't know what vision you had when you were younger, when you think about like the successful person, right? First of all, it's going to sound terrible, but there was an image of this with a gentleman not a woman. So mm-hmm. like just mindset around who can be, what success looks like. But I also had that this person should walk around with a briefcase, they should come yep. home from work, they should be in a suit and tie, <laughs> right? Um, they're probably like uh neglecting their families right Uh the the the, we had um social life would show us that people men they were always late for dinner or they missed dinner right like there was this there was this concept of what success looked like and i love that this world where you and i are in now that's not what success looks like right yeah Yeah.
0: i like it i mean yeah you see some of the most successful people and stuff they they do they're wearing the baseball cap the t-shirt tennis shoes now and stuff and it's like that's nice because you don't have to feel like you have to dress to impress every single time and all Mm -hmm. these things. So no, I think it's good because I think they also can just focus on their business piece and just, they don't have to worry about, oh, I've got to look this way or do these things. It's just come up, put the t-shirt, put the hat on and go to work, um, which is kind of nice.
1: Yeah. It almost feels like the the smarts are on display, right? Because you're not, I mean, I, I remember one time I was so humbled by meeting this gentleman that on the outside, on the appearance, like quite literally, Josh, this gentleman had holes in the bottom of his shirt. He came to this meeting with flip flops. I had no idea who this person was, right? They came into this meeting and I was like, who did we just pick up? (laughs) Right. And when this person started speaking, they had the highest net worth of anybody that I had ever met. His intellect was on display. All of a sudden, what he was wearing became a blur, Right. And when I started seeing what was in his brain and then it reminded me of people like, you know, Warren Buffett doesn't ever drive around in a new car. So when you start to see like the idea of what success can look like and what real true millionaires look like, it's not anything that I think we had images of, whether that was society or education that did that. It just it's not what it's supposed to be.
0: Well, I think that's just that big shift now because yeah like say if you look back back in uh, the 90s early 2000 whatever it always was you've got to have the nice office the nice car that you drive to work mm-hmm. in you've got to be in the suit you've got to have the brief all these things but like look at the successful companies now like apple nike all these places it ain't that way you're not seeing the People at work at Nike walking around in suits and briefcases. You're not mm-hmm. seeing the people at Apple walking around like Google and stuff. I mean, it's all now they've got the pool tables, the ping-pong tables. I mean, it's more of a environment to have fun and then that breeds the success. Um, so that I think that's kind of a unique shift. And you're seeing it in a lot of other local businesses. I mean, if you look at whether it's real estate companies, whether it's insurance companies, all these things, the old stuffy ones sometimes aren't doing as good as the new ones that are a bit more out there and doing things, you know, whether it's more on social media, more videos, all these things. They're just I think you've got to keep up with the times and some people are, some people
1: aren't. Yeah, and I think keeping up with the times has a level of authenticity that maybe in the past wasn't just, you know, like you didn't talk about your problems or yeah. you didn't share your feelings, right? And and I think that authenticity is talking about, sometimes it just sucks, Yep. And, and there's just no other way around it. Right. Right. We we tend to be sometimes in society, we tend to sugarcoat things mm-hmm. and we think that that's the, the well, I don't want to tell somebody this bad news or I don't want to tell my kid that how hard this is. And I actually think that that's part of the reasons why we're having such challenges as society, because you still have a little level of stigma, but you mm-hmm. have this this new way in the world that. No, let's talk about things, right? Like when we had the speaker talk about their health, there were people that came on stage that said, "I was six months away from death. let's Let's talk about that for just a second, yeah. right? Um, the idea that you you realize just you when you think you have this infinite amount of time and you really don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so how do you live life on purpose, right? i'm I'm curious when we're talking about impacting your business and impacting your life, is there anything that you feel that you do very intentional? To just to like, I don't want to like, let this go by. I don't want to just skirt by this.
0: Yeah. and I don't know if it's always consistent necessarily, but a couple of things, I mean, obviously having a five-year-old, obviously you catch yourself because when you're tired and things like that, and I, and honestly it's Instagram that makes me do it. Cause you see, follow some of these dad Instagram pages and stuff. And they talk about like a kid asking you to play and you say no. And then in a blink of an eye, it's gone. It's like, it hits home. You're like, oh, man, that's true. Especially you're mm-hmm. obviously only having one kid. So when she now wants to play hide and seek or things like that, even if I'm tired, I catch myself saying, hey, look, I'm real tired. Let's just do that later. And then I stop because she'd be all sad. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Because is this the last time she's going to say, do you want to play hide and seek? And I don't want to miss <sighs> that. Um, and so, and like my wife told me one time, and now I'm more cognizant, she would always want me to carry her into school. Um, and I'm like, lazy walk, will you? <laughs> Where now I'm like, okay, I'll carry you, sort of thing. But I've noticed recently now she's five. She thinks she's a big girl. She just wants to hold my hand walking in school. So it's like, oh, mm. I don't carry her in school as much anymore. When it rains, I get to. So sometimes it's good when it rains, like today. But yeah, it's just little things like that. It's like, oh, when is the last time? And I can't remember who said it. Someone said it one time. It's like, I wish I knew when the last time my friends, when I was young, wanted to go play. Cause it was like, at some point, that stops. Um, you know, people go off to college, like, whatever it is. And that stops and it's like, man, I wish you would know because then you would have probably said yes more or you would have made more time and stuff. So the same thing with the kids, things like that. So trying to be more intentional with that. And then I think it's just more on the health side of things as well. Like I said, I knew honestly the past probably six weeks or so things have been so busy with work and all these other things, not eating as good, eating, drinking a lot more energy drinks than I should, not working out as much because I've been doing other things. And it was like, okay, you need to do that because like I said, I, the lack of energy when the afternoon hits mm. and things. Um, and we do it with our cars. I said to my wife this morning, Oh, we need to book your oil change in for your car because it's overdue. And it's like, your body's kind of like that. You need to have that oil change, do something like that. Cause if you don't, your car's gonna break down, your body's gonna break down. So if we do it for the cars, why do we not do it for ourselves? So I think it's just okay. recognizing when you need to stop and do something. Um, and like I mentioned to you, I get a little twitch in my eye when I'm stressed and stuff like that. And usually it's because I haven't been working out or focusing really. <laughs>
1: We just wanted to take a
0: second and thank our partners with this episode. The Edie Waters Network powered by Lucido Global. We're here for all your real estate needs, um, if you're looking to buy or sell, please reach out to us. Um, also, if you're looking to maybe join a real estate company, talk about your options, we'd also love to chat. Our second partner is Integrity First Properties. We are a property management company here in the Kansas City metro, and we would love to service you and your clients' property management needs. Finally, we'd like to thank Integrity First Mortgages. If you are looking for a new home loan, looking to refinance, Integrity First Mortgages would love to chat with you. Thanks and get back to the episode.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you said two things that have given me goosebumps, right? Mm-hmm. So so the first one was, if we knew when was the last time.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Like that. that is like, I, I feel like I need to excuse myself, go to the corner, cry for a minute, and then come back in here and be like, all right, Josh, I'm ready to keep rolling, right? Because it it's something occurred to me My daughter's almost 20, right? So I'm a little ahead of you. But two and a half weeks ago, give or take, she says to me on a Saturday, hey, I've got a writing lesson. I would love for you to come with me. And my first response was, I'm behind on my workouts. I have a ton of things to do before I head out of town. I really don't have the time to do this because going to with her, she's an equestrian, going with her to go to watch the lesson, that is easily a two and a half hour deal. That is not just a you know, one time 30 minute and we're out. Right. Josh, that night I went to bed with such a level of guilt, like a nausea in my stomach. And the thought was, will she invite me ever again? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't okay with that because one of my values, one of the things that I pride myself on is who I am as a mom and who I am as a wife and and in my family before any other title comes in. And I shot her a text and I said, Hey, I'll be ready in the morning when you are. And in that moment, I had, it almost felt like I had to align myself with my priorities really darn quickly. Yep. And by the way, was that day a little chaotic? Absolutely. Did I go to bed almost at midnight? Sure, I did. <laughs> right. But it was like, would I, would I have been okay having my schedule doing all the things that I thought were important when I was saying no to the most important thing? Yep. Yep. That was just like that. That's gold right there. And then the other thing, you know, you're talking about the car. Like, what if we can you imagine if we had like a engine light? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if our body was like, hey, you need oil. Hey, you need water. Yep. I don't know about you, but I think mine would be on more often than not.
0: <laughs> I think mine's breaking down at the moment, but we'll get there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the things that you think we need to share? I mean, even with each other, like how do we impact our business in order to impact our life? If we were to make like a corrective behavior right now, what do you think we should do? Um,
0: I think it is just that whole getting over people talk about it and they spoke about it at the mastermind, the whole work-life balance and all that sort of stuff. It's, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. You are going to have times where you're working a lot more. You're going to have times where you're not working as much, but you're doing more with a family. Um, And I think it's just kind of, how can you make it fit? And keep everything. I mean, you've got work, you've got things, and you're bouncing between them. But how can you just make sure you're not too far over this way or too far over this way? And I think it's just you just gotta realize that you just shut it down. I mean, I caught myself last night, I had a guy that emailed me at seven, eight 30, 7 to eight o'clock at night last night. And although I was just watching a show, I wasn't doing anything, I got my phone out. I was about to respond. I'm like, why? This is eight o'clock at night. Though it wasn't an emergency, it was just a question mm-hmm. about something. And he wasn't even expecting an answer that quick. But it was like, okay why i could spend that time just relaxing number one or i could go work out or something like why am i putting my thought and energy and time into it just worry about it tomorrow so i'm finding myself doing that more i haven't got the confidence yet to turn off my email in the evening after work just in case um even though i should but i'm getting a lot better at when i see something come up like does it need immediate attention 99% of the time it doesn't ignore it leave it as unopened until tomorrow answer it tomorrow and then that way in the evening i can kind of clock out if you want to say that at 5 30 or whatever it is um i yeah. think it's that and i think like i said it's just the prioritizing the family or the health whatever it is your situation is i always go to i can't remember the last time i missed well actually this week while we were away but my daughter's gymnastics on a monday stupid five-year-old gymnastics they're not competing they're not in competitions but she loves it and she's all and you know, so they always look over like to see if you're there and you saw them do this crazy role or something, you know? And it's like she likes that. And I actually enjoy going to do it and see it and stuff. And it's fun. Um, so just making time for that. And I tell people I am in an appointment. You don't have to tell them what you're doing. Honestly, most people would appreciate it if you said you was just with your daughter at her gymnastics class no one's gonna mm-hmm. argue with you. Um, but I just say, Hey, I'm in an appointment. If it's a friend of mine, I'll say I'm in a gymnastics class. But just putting those things first. But again, you've got to make sure on the flip side of that. Yes, your family is important and things like that, but they also need a roof over their head. They also want experience and stuff. So you can't go all that way where it's like, okay, well, I have soccer this night, this night, this night, this night, all during the day. And I have two hours to work and then complain that business isn't good enough. You've got to have, again, you don't always have perfect balance, but you've got to have that kind of give or take. You still have to work. You can't just say, I'm a great mom, great dad, because I'm always at my kid's stuff. But then then you're not funding the other things you need to do.
1: Yeah, you know it's important too that you look at this like a counterbalance, right? Because that's what you're saying, right? It's not always one way or the other way. It's like, what's the counterbalance of what you're doing right here in this moment? Because if you're not a counterbalance, right? Because we know now that balanced life is a myth. Can't have that. So what does a counterbalanced life look like? So what I'm taking away from our time together, Josh, is number one, I'm going to get my Saturday workout in because uh, you're you're ahead of me this week and I can't have that, <laughs> right? Um, and um, I'm going to make sure that next week's schedule has a little bit of both. When I look at the next seven days, am I counterbalancing it? Is it showing up in my schedule or am I just living a myth of a week?
0: Yeah, I do. And, and I don't, even on the workout stuff, Like I, say, I I don't work out a ton like some people and things, but my God, if I can work out three or four times a week, I'm happy. And, it, and I don't like to be in there for two hours. It drives me nuts. I get bored. Um, even yesterday, I looked at the time I'm like, am I done yet? But I just think it's just just doing something you feel so much better even if you haven't ran in years you feel like you're super overweight if you just went and walked for 10-15 minutes that's already one step more than you was doing before and you've already done something more than you was doing before that's a start I mean I said when I never used to run and I started running I could barely run a mile mile and a half where I haven't run for a while but I feel like I could do that no problem now you know um but it's just, you just got to start somewhere. And I think it's that kind of like business, especially in this market, you got to be patient. You're not going to just hit gold tomorrow. It's not like you're going to wake up mm-hmm. and you're overweight and now tomorrow you're, you've lost weight, but it's like, okay, go do 10 minute walk today. And then next week do 15 minute walks and you'll just build it, build it, build it. And then you'll start seeing it, you know? Um, it's just, yeah, it's just that patience. You got to have a goal. Well. Yeah.
1: Start somewhere. That's what I heard. Start somewhere. <laughs> All right, Josh, I think we did a great job today talking to people about some of the things that are just on our mind and uh, we'll look forward to our next episode. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thanks.